You're listening to the Podcast Detroit Network. Visit www.podcastdetroit.com for more information. My name is Stephanie Menard, a horror writer and podcaster from Detroit. I watch every scary movie I can and want to share my thoughts with you. One episode, four reviews, 15 minutes. Welcome to 15 Minutes of Maine. Welcome back to 15 Minutes of Mame. I'm your host, Stephanie Menard, horror author extraordinaire and podcaster. And we're back reviewing four more movies. I watch it so you don't have to. We have expanded our reach from not just Netflix, but to Prime and to Shudder and to Hulu, to everything. Because, hey, we're not all lucky enough to have all the streaming services, right? So I got something for everybody. Um, We are going to start off with a film that I did watch, happen to watch on Netflix, called Red Riding Hood. It came out in 2011. It stars Amanda Seyfried, Lucas Haas, and Gary Oldman. So you hear this lineup, right? And you're like, oh, man, it's going to be really good. That sounds impressive. Right. It sounds really good. So here's the premise. Set in a medieval village that is haunted by a werewolf. A young girl falls for an orphaned woodcutter, much to her family's displeasure. Okay. So right away, you know, it's Red Riding Hood. Obviously, it's like a take on that. We get it. And it's, but it's a werewolf film. And okay. So ultimately, this movie is a romance with a little bit of whodunit, like who's the werewolf kind of thrown in. It doesn't it didn't give me enough of any of these things to make it interesting. The romance was kind of, I don't like romance stuff anyway, but like, it was just kind of like, I don't really care. Um, You know, she has to choose between like the rich guy, her parents want her to marry. And then the orphaned woodcutter. Ooh, but either one of them could be the werewolf, you know? And then Gary Oldman is, he plays, I mean, he's great in everything. And the acting wasn't bad in this movie, but overall this movie was just, there was no need for it. It did nothing for like fairy tale movies. It did nothing for werewolf movies. It literally brought nothing to the table across the board, in my opinion. Even good acting can't save a movie that doesn't need to be made. And that's kind of how I felt about this one. Um, so yeah, I'm this this gets one out of five shrieks because I don't think that there's Unfortunately, I don't think there's any value that anybody can really get out of this. Unless you're super into romance stuff, then maybe, maybe. But you have to be desperate, in my opinion. <laughs> I know that sounds really bad, but I, I know people who are into romance. And I I feel like this even falls flat for people that like romance. So uh, that's just my opinion, again. So we're going to move on to our next movie. It's called Z as in zebra. Uh, (laughs) I know sometimes when I say Z, it sounds like a different letter. So I wanted to clarify for you guys, this movie is currently on Shudder. Came out in 2019, starring Keegan Connor Tracy, Jet Klein, and Sean Rogerson. And the premise is a family finds themselves terrorized by their eight-year-old son's imaginary friend. And I feel like this is one of those premises of movies that we've seen a lot recently. Um, Maybe not recently, but we've seen it done enough times. So I was kind of leery going into this one. But I found they actually did a really great job with, like, building tension 
And there's this really great twist. They actually give away part of it in the trailer. So I'm going to share it with you guys because it's in the trailer. And I don't, so I don't feel like it's, you know, secret. (laughs) But it turns out that this imaginary friend that this kid has is actually the mother's imaginary friend from when she was a kid. And it's trying to use her son to get to her. And it's like, fucking shit up let me tell you it's making it's it's making this kid like throw other kids off of like uh railings from staircases and like doing all kinds of crazy stuff and normally i'm not the whole imaginary friend thing is not typically like my favorite type of storyline but i really enjoyed z i thought they did a really good job with it and the lead actress she's one of those people who you've seen in a million things and she's always good in them but you don't know her name um she plays i think the god she she does so many things just look up the movie when you see her picture you'll know exactly who i'm talking about you'd be like oh that girl she did a really great job and so did everybody in this film uh really enjoyed it worth a watch i only gave it three out of five though not three out of five shrieks because <laughs> sorry that shriek caught me off guard i got it uh, because the again not really my type of horror film and it was predictable. So it is enjoyable though. Three out of five is actually really good. I most, most of mine only get three or four. So it's definitely worth the watch. Check it out on shutter. And now we're going to move on to our next movie, uh, the wretched, which is actually a newer release. It is on Netflix now, but I did rent it before it came to Netflix, just to, to be fair, I've been stockpiling movies for a while. So, um, yeah, I've got a lot of material for the next like six shows. <laughs> uh, so it's called the wretched 2019. Um, it stars John Paul Howard, Piper Curta and Jameson Jones. And the, Little blurb for this movie is a defiant teenage boy struggling with his parents' imminent divorce faces off with a thousand-year-old witch who is living beneath the skin of and posing as the woman next door. So this kind of thing is my kind of movie. I love witches. I think if done well enough, witches can be infinitely interesting. I did enjoy this movie quite a bit. Uh, I thought that they did a great job with the dynamics. So there's the teenage boy lives next door to um, a a mother, father, and, you know, younger son. And the teenage boy ends up, you know, not necessarily befriending the little boy right away, but, you know, getting to know him a little bit. And he's the, the teenager starts noticing weird things going on at the house next door. So he keeps like going and like creeping around the property. I mean, I know it's, he looks kind of creepy. He looks like a creepy stalker. Like, why are you creeping on my property? And he gets caught. He gets caught and told, don't come back on my property by the dad. So, but he's noticing things are weird. And then the mom starts behaving differently and it freaks out the son. And so the son comes to the teenager and the teenager tries to like protect him. And that is where things start to get really crazy. I found this to be a really cool take. I thought they did it really, really well. And um, the the final act of this movie was pretty intense. Like, I really, really enjoyed it. So um, I gave The Wretched four out of five streets. 
And I highly recommend it if you like witch movies, if you like cool visuals, because there are some really cool visuals. The acting was really good. I don't know. I just, I really enjoyed it. It was worth the watch and I think it'd be worth it for you guys too. So yeah, we are on to our last movie. And this is one that I rented. So right now you can, um, you can, you know, video on demand or you can rent it on prime. I don't think it's streaming like on any of the services yet, but um, it should be soon. It's called Becky. I know there's a lot of people have been talking about this movie. So that's why I ended up renting it because I'm like, oh man, you know, I am in some horror groups and a lot of people were discussing it. And when I found out who was in it, I'm like, yeah, I definitely have to see this. So uh, it came out in 2020. Um, It stars Lulu Wilson, Kevin James, which is why, again, I had to rent it. And uh, Joe McHale, which that was a shocker. I haven't seen him in anything other than like TV in forever. So that was a little weird. Um, and then the premise is a teenager's weekend at a lake house with her father takes a turn for the worse when a group of convicts wreaks havoc on their lives. Again, this isn't typically my kind of movie, like in home invasion movies. I don't, they don't do anything for me. I mean, yeah, it's creepy, but it's just usually not my jam. But I had to watch this again because we've got Kevin James playing a bad guy and he's playing like a Nazi bad guy. Like he is creepy as hell. And we're so used to seeing him as, you know, somebody funny, somebody that people laugh at or make fun of. So I had to see, you know, this different side of him. And I got to say, he did an incredible job as a crazy, mean, vicious felon. So kudos to him. The guy can act. And, you know, maybe we never knew that because he never stepped out of that comedy box. But now we know. Um, Essentially, the story is a girl and her dad go to this uh, house for the weekend. The dad's new girlfriend is there with her son and it pisses the little daughter Becky off. So she's being, Becky's kind of a shit. I'm not going to lie to you. She's kind of a bratty little shit. And these convicts escape from prison and they come to this house because they're looking for something that um, Kevin James's character left there before he was in prison. And it's something that's worth a lot of money and it's super important. So it's a home invasion movie. Basically, these three convicts, because he has two other convicts with him, they come in the house, they hold the family hostage, and while this is happening, Becky is out in her treehouse, so they don't even know that Becky's a thing. So she's kind of like the, you know, the dark horse that nobody sees coming. And it's basically been a game of, like, cat and mouse between the family and the the felons. And then Becky is like, she's actually kind of a little badass for she's a little shit, but she's a badass. Uh, I'm going to leave it there because I don't want to give away the ending, but it's definitely, it's a wild ride. It was definitely more entertaining. I think than most home invasion movies, it doesn't take, you know, completely take place inside the house, which I think helped, you know, they, they're out of the house at certain points, chasing after each other. You know, it gets, it has a little bit more to it, you know, scenery wise. So I gave the, um, I gave Becky three out of five. 
and three out of five shrieks, pardon me. And yeah, I think I got to say in, after you watch this, the, the, the takeaway that I had from this is I've never seen somebody portray a better psychopath. Um, it, 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 like it was pretty intense. Well, I can't say my dogs agree. Actually, they don't agree. I can't say that nobody's ever played a better one. I just thought this was really well done. So uh, (laughs) that is it for today. My dogs are bitching. So thank you guys so much for listening. I'll be back next week with four more movies. I watch them so you don't have to.